Welcome to Multiverse with you, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we're discussing... What if some villains had stayed villains? Don't you... Well, they call it what if three heroes had turned villains, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, it says that what if Ghost Rider, Spider-Woman, and Captain Marvel had remained villains? Yeah, it is. That That's literally what the title is. I know. Well, I, I, I thought you just said it is not. Oh, no, I said it is. Yeah. I wish we were doing this one live, because I, I feel like we could get a lot better banter than we had for that nightmare that was Avengers Forever that will never be edited because it is a sin upon Earth. I agree. But yeah, this week we are covering What If Volume 1, Number 17, which is What If Ghost Riders, Spider-Woman, and Captain Marvel had remained villains, which is not actually just like one story, which makes sense because it would uh, not work out that way. I like this issue because most of it did not live up to the title of the book. Oh yeah, no, most of it was like, what if they were anti-heroes? At best. Mm-hmm. Really, only only the Ghost Rider one was kind of a villain. And that was more just from unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, like, most of the people have unfortunate circumstances, except for the Captain Marvel one. Yeah. Uh, but the issue was written by Stephen Grant. All the pencils were done by Carmine Infantino, and letters for all the stories were done by Tom Orzakowski. There were different inking and coloring teams for each of the sub-stories. The first one is, what if Ghost Rider remained a villain, which is on Earth-7910. How do you feel about Ghost Rider as a character? Is that what his origin is? Because I did not know that. Yeah, didn't you remember the Nick Cage movie? Vaguely. I don't remember all those other people being in it. Yeah. Oh, is the one girl, is that uh, Eva, or not Eva, um, yeah, yeah Eva Mendes. Yeah, that was such a weird movie. In a lot I like that movie. Yeah, no, I, I think it's fun. I think I've got it on DVD somewhere. I own both of them, actually, on Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, but in the story, we start off with a ghost rider ghost riding through the desert when he runs into Damon Hellstrom, the literal son of Satan, who at this time is a good dude. Damon Hellstrom is such a weird character. Yeah, he is. Like, especially now, I think it's because they have Satana being a villainous again. It's like, oh yeah, no, we can make this dude a bad dude. Except that, like, in the uh, Power Man and Iron Fist Christmas special, he was a good dude, and he's like, eh, don't worry about it. Every once in a while in Doctor Strange, he and him are pals. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a problem when you're working on, like, a weird cosmic scale. It's sort of like Galactus problems, except on a smaller scale. Yeah. But, uh, Hellstrom is here to try and stop Ghost Rider, and he forces him into having a flashback. So normally the first Ghost Rider's origin is that he is Johnny Blaze, who was raised by the Simpson family. Not Simpsons, like, eh? They were part of a traveling circus. They eventually formed their own like stunt show with the stunt biker Crash Simpson and Crash's daughter, Roxanne. Dun, 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 dun. And uh, Johnny is in love with her. And... Crash uh, reveals that he has really bad cancer, 
even though they've like just gotten this big deal for a show at the Madison Square Garden. And so Johnny, because he is related to Jennifer Kale, who is a famous Marvel witch, uh, Johnny knows how to sell his soul to Satan in order to save Crash from cancer. And normally Satan is an asshole, and he just has, like, Crash die during the stunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, now, yeah, and I was making be more familiar. Yeah. Like, if you aren't familiar with these base stories, it's like, wait, what normally happens here? Because they don't go into too much detail. No. Uh, yeah. Here, Satan decides not to be a dick about it. Like, he's lawful evil instead of just neutral evil. And so afterwards, he comes to collect Johnny's soul, and that turns him into the Ghost Rider. And because Johnny had been acting weird because he maybe was having some doubts about selling his soul to Satan, uh, Crash came in to check on him, and Ghost Rider accidentally killed Crash, turning him into a skeleton, which Roxanne saw, and he ran off doing inner monologuing instead of trying to explain things, which a lot of this is on you, Ghost Rider. A lot. And uh, so Ghost Rider goes on a spree of stopping criminals, and Roxanne is able to figure out that Johnny is Ghost Rider. And since her like stunt show is now out of bikers, she goes after him, tracking his path. Ghost Rider has meanwhile shown up at a prison breakout where two criminals have just broken out. They're trying to find their stash, and he kills them. That's when Roxanne shows up, and he ends up accidentally killing her. And with the exposition and recap done, Damon Hellstrom's like, Okay, Ghost Rider, you can be saved if you want to. And Ghost Rider's like, No, I'm too broody. And he tries to run away, so Damon Hellstrom kills him. No, he Bad doesn't kill him, Luke. It's like worse than killing him. He basically takes all the fire out of his body so he can't move and he just kind of lays there. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I just reread the issue when I was uh, making coffee. Yeah, no, he doesn't die. He literally cannot move, but he is fully well aware of what is going on around him. Now, you know what my favorite part of this comic was? What? That one panel of Ghost Rider shedding a single tear. Oh, yes. Oh, that was beautiful. Except for the same thing, because he doesn't have tear ducts, all I could think of was that Futurama line. I didn't even know monkeys could cry. I can't. It's all the hat. <laughs> well, it seems like a really bad idea to, like, leave Ghost Rider's body out in the desert. That's I mean, I presumably, thought. no one's going to, like, find him, but if he gets, like, lit on fire again, does that mean that he's back to ghost riding? I don't know. Like, would he just hunt down Damon Hellstrom then? Oh, probably. Yeah. Lord knows I would. Uh, the next story is uh, What If Spider-Woman Remained a Villain, which is on Earth 79101, with inks by Mike Esposito and colors by Carl Gafford. And, uh, and Spider-Woman, uh, for those who were unfamiliar, was pretty much introduced to protect the copyright of the name Spider-Woman. Damn straight since, she was. Yeah. Because, uh... Marvel and DC had sort of gotten into a pissing battle, but then when they introduced... Marvel uh, won. Power... Oh, yeah. Well, and they introduced uh, Power Girl, and so Marvel was like, okay, shit, we have P Power Man already, so we aren't 
like dealing with this anymore. Wait, was that it? I thought it was the opposite way. I thought Luke Cage was the was the pissing contest. Uh, the pissing contest, because uh, it is on the uh, Jessica Drew Wikipedia page. Perfect. Uh, it was Wonder Man who started the pissing contest because they okay. had Wonder because DC had Wonder Woman, and then all of a sudden they created Power Girl after Marvel had Power Man. Oh, okay. Because remember, there is that one gender swapped. Uh, what if? Oh no, I do. That's that's why I thought yeah. there was the uh, the pissing contest was with Marvel. It, it was both Marvel and DC. Okay. Well, and then I was yeah, I was reading the thing about how they created She Hulk because of the Bill Bixby Lou Ferrigno TV show. Mm-hmm. It was if uh, I think Fox was who was putting it out. It was if they created a new character, they got the rights to it. Yeah, and they're which... afraid they're going to make a She Hulk character, so. Stan Lee quickly up, whipped up a script for the first issue. Yeah, that it, it definitely feels rushed. Like she really didn't become the character that was really good until a while later. Yeah, actually, I have the, I have the like, full like one of the, that uh the black and white trade of like all the the entire run. It's still pretty good. Oh yeah, no, there's good stuff uh, on nerd scenarios. I used to do She Hulk recaps issue by issue. Oh okay. Yeah, like there is fun stuff and weird stuff. My favorite character was Zapper, who has like not showed up since that series. Yeah. Or no, he showed up once and it was like, oh yeah, I'm married and I no longer have feelings for you. Because I was a creep. Just a bit. Mm-hmm. And like, speaking of characters who weren't really fully formed at the start spider woman definitely was not because like the original pitch was she was a spider that was turned human yeah because high evolutionary and hydra it it does not make there's a a lot lot of of things that are weird yeah which is why they pretty much was like oh nope that was just jokes but we start off with a spider woman who is currently going by arachne who was choking out Nick Fury, who recalls how she had pretty much showed up screaming about Jared, who was her boyfriend, and she is taking down S.H.I.E.L.D. agents with her Venom Blast. Jared grabs Nick Fury, who ends up flipping Jared over, putting him in the path of a Venom Blast that kills him. And now normally this is where Nick Fury is able to reveal that Hydra is actually a terrorist organization, so Spider-Woman's like, oh, shit, I got lied to, let's go and find out what happened. But instead, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine shows up. She is another S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who is in love with Nick Fury. And she is also like a pretty badass spy who comes into her own a lot during that Secret Warriors series. I was going to say that she'll also be revealed to be... She's also Hydra though, right? No, she was Leviathan who was pretending to be Hydra. Oh, okay. Um, Leviathan was a third party that was Russian controlled mostly. Okay. Yeah, and because for a while she was Madam Hydra, and then it was like, oh, no, triple, triple agent. Nice. Actually, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, it has been a while since I read that. Like, that is some good Hickman work. Really, what's not good Hickman work, though? I'm, I tried In reading Night- Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I tried reading Nightly News, and I could not get into that. Okay. Yeah, I've heard some of his more independent stuff is hit or miss, but... Yeah. 
Like, he has a it, very good track record for Marvel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his, I don't even like Fantastic Four. He wrote a good Fantastic Four run. Mm-hmm. Whatever I see, Warriors was great. His Shield, I don't know if you read that. That was really good. That was the, like, weird history of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff? Yeah, with uh, Leonardo da Vinci. That, that never, never got completed. Yep. But anyways, uh, Valentina ends up startling Arachne, who kills Fury on accident. So Arachne decides to go back to Hydra, still not knowing that they're evil. She ends up finding her boss, Count Vermis, because she wants to know about who she really is. But Vermis is stopped because... Arachne literally led Shio back to their base. I don't know why Hydra just went so quickly into, this is a woman that used to be a spider. She's a young girl. Now we're turning her into a secret agent who can kill people. Like, it, it feels like they should have maybe had her trained for a few years. You don't put, like, mind-wiped Winter Soldier right into the battlefield. Yeah. And, uh... They run putting up an and they run putting up a impregnable wall. That way, Vermis can escape, sacrificing all the other followers. But Valentina is able to break through because she is really, really pissed. And but she has a cooler gun than everyone else. Oh yeah, and Vermin has Arachne go and try and detain Valentina. Arachne tries to explain that it was all an accident. She can't, and so she has to knock Valentina out. And when she goes to Vermis's escape ship. Uh, she is locked out because Vermis is an asshole. Yep. Valentina shoots it as it is flying away, and it presumably crashes, and Arachne gets gassed out and brought to court. Didn't help that Arachne also shot at Valentina a second time. Out of surprise. Yeah. Quotation marks. <laughs> well, you know, once you pop, you just can't stop. <laughs> it's a premature... Venom blasting. Yep. And in court, Arachne's unsure of what she's supposed to do. And that's when Count Verma shows up, who argues that she can't actually be tried in court because she is a mutated spider. Which, there is a uh, precedent for this in the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. I had a uh, message Charles Soule, who had written the She-Hulk series, and he's like, oh yeah, nope. That is totally usable in the court of law. So she's pretty much instead treated as a wild animal instead, but uh, she can't believe oh, I it. Oh, saw, I saw that message. Now that makes more sense. Yeah. She can't believe it, breaks out of her bonds, and she tries to force Vermis to tell the truth, but he won't because the court is literally filled with S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, so she escapes and calls herself Spider-Woman. And six months later in Paris, she finds out about Wondagore Mountain, where the high evolutionary evolved animals into human animals with their father. But Wondagore Mountain has since been destroyed. The informant tries Hashtag to capture her. Yeah. The informant tries to capture her, and Spider-Woman flies off into the night to find more answers. The end. Hooray! I still don't think this, like, prevents her from becoming a hero. Well, that's what I thought. Like, that, that's more the bigger thing. Yeah. Hawkeye and Black Widow did a lot more evil shit. Oh, yeah. All you gotta so, do is go throw yourself at uh, Captain America's feet, and he'll be like, Well, I suppose you've learned your lesson. He loves people who grew up near Wondagore Mountain. Exactly. So, do you think we would have ended up with, like, Cap's kooky quintet instead? 
Probably. Where it's like Captain America, Hawkeye, Wanda, Pietro, and, uh, wait, did Wanda and Pietro ever know Jessica Drew growing up? Yeah, I think so. That'd be a fun, weird alternate universe. Maybe she was that spider that, like, was crawling around their house one day. <laughs> well, except that later on it was revealed that she is not actually a mutated spider. Well, also later on it was revealed that blah blah blah. Pietro and Wanda are actually products of the high evolutionary, so... They were all from the same spider. That's how we get it. That's how we get it. Because we had to have a pissing contest with Fox. Mm-hmm. And no one wins. And uh, speaking of nobody winning, the last one is What If Captain Marvel Remained a Villain, which is Earth 79102, with inks by Pablo Marcos, colors by Bob Sharon. And this was probably the worst told of them in a way. Oh, I think by far. Because it didn't really clear up what was different so i actually had to go back and reread like the marvel premiere issues and then captain marvel number one to figure out what the difference was really the only difference is yeah they don't betray him well no no that's not really the that's not really the difference which i will get to so captain yeah so captain marvel or captain marvel is fighting the Kree Sentry 459, which he deduces was activated by the fiendish Captain Jan Rog, which was ordered to destroy the base that Captain Marvel was told to protect, weirdly by Jan Rog. And normally Jan Rog's bullshit is not really punished. Like, Captain Marvel defeats the Kree Sentry and Jan Rog is able to pass it off so that Ronan doesn't get angry at him. But here, Ronan, the accuser, is like, oh, no, Yanrog, you are a total asshat, so you are stripped of your command, and, uh, yeah, I'm not really fine with you sending Captain Marvel down to die on Earth. And Yanrog flips out attacking people. He holds Yuna, who is the medic who both Marvel and Yanrog love, uh, hostage, and he is able to escape to Earth in a, uh, in a escape pod. And as the sentry is moving closer to the nuclear weapons, Carol Danvers, who is currently chief security officer, shows up. And it is... I am so glad that they changed her uh, outfit from the original comic in this one. Because mm-hmm. originally she's like in a skirt and high heels. And it's like, it makes a lot more sense for her to be in a military outfit. You know what you wear at the daily operations being the head of security at the uh, military base. Mm-hmm. So practical. And uh, Marvel tells her to go up to the control room and fire whatever missile the robot is closest to, and she trusts him. Marvel has kept blasting the sentry with his Unibeam, which, because it wasn't damaging the robot, uh, it wasn't trying to avoid. But secretly, Marvel was magnetizing the robot. So Carol sets off the rocket, and when it goes into space, it brings the sentry robot with it and deactivates it somehow magic like yeah it's like nuclear explosion up in space i guess since an emp maybe yeah and yan rog ends up reaching earth in a ship marvel saves carol from being hit with the ship and brings it down they start fighting because yan rog is a jerk 
but Yanrog forgot to take his breathing serum, so he starts choking on the Earth's atmosphere. Marvel wonders what he's supposed to do now, and Ronan shows up and is like, I got this. And later on, Zarek, the Imperial Minister, promotes uh, promotes Marvel so that he gets to stay and study the Earthlings. He's promoted to Colonel. And because the Empire never turned their back on him, Marvel is still loyal to them. And presumably, we never get uh, Carol Danvers to become Miss Marvel. Well, I assume more of that's what. Yeah. Because, like, uh, Jan Rog created the uh, whatchamacallit machine that gave her powers. Yeah. Like yeah, tacky, the big thing. Like Psyche Magnetron. That's like it. Yeah, the Psyche Magnetron. Yeah, because yeah, normally uh, Jan Rog uh, doesn't really get in trouble and he stays around to mess with the Marvel for longer. But, uh, you know, because Ronan does his job and accuses the right dude. It's a better world for maybe everyone. Oh, yeah. Because, like, Marvel is empathetic towards humans already. And I think his higher rank and responsibilities might help that, though he also gets to stay with the woman he loves, so I guess he never really builds up that connection to Carol Danvers. Yeah. So it could go a few different ways. But I, again, this was a... I wouldn't qualify him as a villain. He's aligned to a different team that isn't necessarily evil. Yeah. Especially, too, I mean, we've had plenty of times where the Korean humanity gets along just fine. Mm-hmm. Because Ronan like, is even sometimes best pals with us. Oh, yeah, I love Ronan. Actually, currently, I think he's still best pals with us. Well, he is also still in charge of the uh, Kree, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that dude High Evolutionary is kind of dead, I think. Or Supreme Intelligence. Supreme Intelligence, rather, yeah. The head. Yeah, I had read all of the uh, Annihilation events, and it's like, oh, I like this dude. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, he's great. He's a super interesting character. Which is one of the big things I was really disappointed with. With um, the that's the only thing I like have against the Guardians movie. Yeah, they just turned him into a one note villain instead of a complex character. Yeah, it's like, but he's actually like super dope, guys. Mm-hmm. But you know what else is super dope, Devin? What? Trials of the Multiverse. What? I know. I know. Uh, so, we have three universes to put on here, and then we have a question that was sent in. So, uh, let's put these on the Trials chart. So, how do you feel about What If Ghost Rider Remained a Villain? Like, it's not bad, it's just not really memorable. Yeah. Uh, how would you feel about it compared to, uh, Storm and Norman? Where, uh, Storm and Norman are a couple? Um... I like it better than that. I do like that bleak ending. Uh, what if Colossus was magnetized? Ah, uh, it's better than that. Uh, Vampire Avengers. Not as good as that. Uh, Pirate Johnny's World. Not as good as that. Yokai Spider-Man, which also had a bleak ending. Yeah. I like it more than Yokai Spider-Man. Yeah. Like Yokai Spider-Man had better art. 
but it also, if I remember, dragged down longer. Mm -hmm. So our new number 98 is Ghost Rider Villain. After that, we have Earth 79101, which is the Spider-Man villain world. Uh, I mean Spider-Woman. Like, what did I say? Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one had some good moments. I I liked it more than a Ghost Rider villain. Yeah, it was the best of the three. Yeah, because Captain Marvel was pretty much literally panel for panel, page for page rewriting, toe to tip. Yes. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to uh, Doctor Strange, Surgeon Supreme? I like Doctor Strange better. R.I.P. Uh, uh, the Amalgam Universe. It's better than that. Okay, so our new number 86 is Spider-Woman Villain, which is Earth 79101. And the last one is Captain Marvel, Earth 79102. Uh, I did like this one more than Ghost Rider in a way. See, but I, I might... Uh, can we agree to put it just under Ghost Rider Villain? It's fine. So our new number 100 is Earth 79102. Because for Captain. me it's that one didn't really do anything and it also didn't live up to the premise of the storyline. So to me it did nothing right. It didn't really make the difference more explicit. Yeah. Like if uh, Marvel had been the one who like blew it up, that might have been a more interesting story. Like Carol Danvers had to try and stop him. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. Nope. So. Uh, we have a... Yeah. My Twitter feed was blowing up. People are loving my tweets. Um, oh, man. Yeah, so we, so we had a question sent in by Xavier Files, which is, why did Axis suck so hard? Like, so hard that the entire Marvel Universe decided to ignore it. Also, why did I buy all nine issues of the damn thing? Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, Axis was the event la two years ago. Because it sort of led into uh, Secret Wars, right? Not even really. I would actually even say it was three years ago. It was like tail end of 2013. Uh, let's... Uh, 2014. Okay. Oh, maybe that yeah, was the so, summer then. Yeah, it was uh, October to December. Okay. Well, it sucked ass is what it did. Yeah, the... Uh, basic premise is that Red Skull had the brain of Professor Xavier and so all the villains turned into heroes and all well not even all the villains just like some of the villains turned into heroes and some of the heroes turned into villains yeah and well that just makes me realize how long that Deadpool run has been going on mm-hmm um uh, yeah, like, some of the tie-ins were 
fun. Like, I liked the uh, Loki agent of Asgard, where he was worthy to uh, wield Mjolnir. Yeah, that one was fun. And then I also like the Hobgoblin miniseries. Where, like, he was uh, selling where he's running, Yeah, where he's running it, like, as a business. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, most everything else that came out of that series was garbage. Yeah, like they turned to Genesis, who was the uh, clone of uh, Apocalypse, into Apocalypse for a while, which was sad, but in the wrong way. And the worst part, too, was we all knew that that was a storyline that was going to be coming, mm-hmm. and that was not the time to do it. Oh, yeah. And remember Claw, the reverse Hulk? The oh, Hulk's yeah. Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> Comics are horrible, you guys. And that's when oh. that's how we got the fact that Magneto is not really Wanda and Pietro's father. The lead because up to that Wanda story goes evil funny. and she's gonna curse her family bloodline and for some reason oh, what's this? It doesn't affect Daddy. But like there is a fun stuff where a good Doctor Doom ended up putting up the uh, team of Avengers with uh, Valeria, which was 3D Man, Elsa Bloodstone, Stingray, Valkyrie, and U.S. Agent. Mm-hmm. And that's where he brought Stature back to life, which was good. Because that led to the uh, Ant-Man series. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for the most part, worth... yeah, it was a garbage series. Well, so then, did you see it... my response was, I those questions haunt me at night, too, when I recall the fact that I bought all 10 issues of Age of Ultron. Yeah, well, that's on you, buddy. But, yeah. Uh, which is so the worst why... part, too, because then that gave me, like, event fatigue, so then I skipped the next event, which was actually really good, and then I was sad. That was Infinity? Yeah. So, well, why was it not good? <clears throat> Which one? Why was uh why was Axis not good? Like it could have been done well, but I guess it wasn't. Well, for one thing, I think they switched the story up way too late in the game because originally Axis it was gonna be Avengers X-Men for the X, and it was supposed to be inhumans, I believe, for the I was like what the initial promotions were going to be doing. And then at the last second, Inhumans were not part of it. Huh. So part of me thinks that they like really screwed up the storyline, which might have screwed everything up. So it's like Avengers, X-Men, Inhumans, Spider-Man? I don't think the S is supposed to be for anyone. Because Spider-Man's technically an Avenger. Well, and I, th- I, think the, I think the S is just supposed to be an S. All I know is it was poorly dumb. Yeah. It was... Which is too bad, too, because actually that was like... That was like the beginning of the end for Remender at Marvel. It was like one of the last things he did there, which was like a sad note for him to go out on. Is he not doing anything right now? No, he's doing creator-owned books. He said he'd be open to come back, but he wanted just to focus on uh, family stuff at home. And so he's just... I mean, he has what, like three image comics that come out. Yeah. Uh, Black Science. For the most part, that's the big thing. Yeah, Black Science, he's got Deadly Class, Low. Yeah. Might even have one more that I can't remember. 
uh, Tokyo Ghost ended. Oh, that's it. Yeah, like he he's making money, so I mean that's good for him, and it's better to have that creator-owned stuff long run. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, I have conflicted feelings about Remender. Yeah, I like the Remender. I like some of his stuff, but yeah, uh, it looks like the last thing he did was the uh, Hail Hydra uh, Secret Wars thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the problem. Like Marvel lost a lot of their people after Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Kelly Sue because... stopped doing stuff. Kieran Gillen left. Yeah. Well, Fraction actually left before then. I guess, but like he was part of that wave that left. Uh, Hickman left. Yeah, Hickman left. Really, like the only two big people they still have is Jason Aaron. Well, and Bendis and Slot. Yeah, yeah. But like from that, uh, I would well other... Slot only. I would sort of count. The problem is, I don't really count Bendis just because he was there before. And like Slot's he wasn't part of he wasn't ages. part of that wave. Yeah, in Slot he superseded the wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, nothing in Slot, but he's just the guy who writes Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do, I like his Spider-Man a lot, but... Well, and he is also doing Silver Surfer. I just stopped picking that book up because yeah. I got bored of it. Yeah. That's because he wants to write a Doctor Who book and doesn't have the rights to Doctor Who. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, there was all those people who said that uh, Fantastic Beast was the best, or was a good episode of Doctor Who. I think it was really boring. I don't think it was as bad as you thought, but it wasn't good either. Yeah. But we are getting off topic. Yeah, Access was just sort of a weird turning point in other ways where they started, like, making some really bullheaded decisions, and it was an event that really didn't lead to anything. Sort of like original Oh, wait, no, 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 they did. I forgot about that. No, that's when they made Sabretooth into a good guy. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't get switched back. Because there was the two people who didn't get switched back. It was Havoc didn't get switched back to being good. And Iron Man. Oh, yeah, and Iron Man. And then... And then Sabretooth is still evil. Or is still good, rather. Yeah, that was a whole weird thing. Both... Well, I mean, Iron Man was switched back to being good. But I'm pretty sure that... Havoc has eventually been switched back. Let's see. Have also, it. fun fact, I actually ended up reading that Superior Iron Man run. It was actually pretty yeah. good. Yeah, like the guy who did that. Uh, Tom Taylor? He, yeah, he did like the start of the uh, Injustice comic. That was pretty popular. Yeah. And he, and he was the one who did the Agents of Atlas one shot for Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who's doing Wolverine now. Uh, as far as I can tell, he's still sort of a jerk, and then okay. he faked his death. So, please let, let's be comics. real. Everyone faked their life or faked their death, rather, with the exception of Cyclops, who faked his life. Oh, you read about that, right? No. Oh, about the stupidness of uh, whatever it's called, the Avengers oh, or the, the uh, X Men versus Inhumans. Yeah, I guess it's like, yeah. he pretty much got killed by the plague or whatever round one, and he told Emma 
to basically always have a psychic projection of him up so that people would think he's still alive. And then no, Black no, Bolt kills him. And Emma yeah. makes everyone think that Black Bolt murdered Cyclops. Comics. When in reality, he's been dead for like ever. Yeah, well, since uh, Avengers versus X-Men Axis, we have had Spider-Verse, which had Phenomenal. some fun stuff in it. Uh, I love Black, Vo- Black Vortex, which I didn't read it. I did. It was actually pretty good. But it was uh, another Secret- one of those. It really only pertained to the space characters. Which I don't mind. Like, I think that works really well sometimes. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, like, like it- Annihilation. No. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, the only character who had had any impact on that's like an Earth character would have been Carol, but she didn't take the power, so it doesn't matter anyway. Yep. Uh, Secret Wars, which was great. Oh, yeah. Like, Secret Wars was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel, Avenger, Marvel risked it and they went all in and it, it paid, paid off. off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, meanwhile, DC only went halfway in with theirs and it didn't pay off and they had to do another reboot since. Yep. And that new yeah. reboot is doing really well. So I've heard. Yeah, like, I'm hearing that DC books are the best they've been in, like, two decades. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was Avengers Standoff, which I avoided that one. Oh, it was bad. I ended up reading it on a plane once. Uh, and then we've had Civil War 2, which... Oh, it was terrible. Oh, I forgot to put the last issue. Yeah, it was bad. And, Brian Michael uh, Bendis made Carol Danvers into a fucking Nazi. Yep. And, uh... And guess what? Spoiler. The- her side wins, so basically fascism ruled. Yeah. And uh, then we have Monsters Unleashed coming up, and there's the current Avengers versus Inhumans thing, which uh, Xavier Files is saying is good. No, X-Men versus Inhumans. That's all right, man. I don't care. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't read any X-Books. It's like I'm already chopping down the list of what I That's do That's the read. problem. I fell off so hard off the X-Books. It... Yeah, and, like, none of the new stuff is making me really be, like, I want to expand what I'm reading. Because I'm, like, dropping another four titles, and I've only got, like, two other titles, two new titles, because I'm giving them a trade to uh, see if they're worth keeping. Mm-mm. That's uh, Hulk and Star-Lord. And then the other four books that I'm on are, like, Ultimates 2, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Unbelievable Gwenpool, and USA Avengers. Yep. Because, like, Al Ewing has got my money, Squirrel Girl is too good for this world, and Gwenpool is a lot of fun, and I like Chris Hastings' work on it. But it's like, uh, Great Lakes Avengers had, like, three or four issues now, and it isn't, like, fully grabbing me. Miss Marvel feels like it's been coasting for a while. Yeah. Uh, Patsy Walker Hellcat is good but it's like i'll trade weight for it and like power man and iron fist is good too but i can trade weight for that as well that's fair yeah because marvel recently made another bullheaded decision of saying oh you know how you liked getting those digital copies of the comics that you bought physically if they were like four dollars or more well instead of giving you that digital copy of what you want uh, yeah, now we're just going to give you digital copies of what we want, and it'll be the same across all books. So, 
Yeah. I want to know what that is. Like, if we'll still get our other copy or if it's going to completely erase. No, they said it's going to completely erase. Or they have not clarified to say that it is not. It's being read as, no, you're just going to get these books they want you to read. And it, it, it could work, honestly. It could work. Like, they've given away free uh, digital copies of comics before that you don't buy, but you get when you buy comics. Yeah. But those are in addition to what I would like to see. Well, them and that's do. the thing. If they do it as an in addition to, I'm actually all for this. Yeah, like that's great because you're actually increasing your value. What they're doing right now is decreasing the value of their books. And like they're pushing away people who only want to get like the stories. So, like, I'm running out of room in my room for books. The other thing that I see that could actually be helpful is if for some of the books they got to pick like random back issues that they would include, like the yeah. creative team got to do that. Because like uh, in the back of the Ultimates uh, comic, for example, they're like, oh, if you want to read more about this, you should read these comics on Unlimited. And it's like, yeah, give them a like 40-year-old back issue of Captain Marvel. Well, that's actually, and, yeah, I thought the exact same thing. Like, especially, like, with the but, clone stuff that's going on in Spider-Man right now. Like, give us some of those old clone issues. Yeah, like, that'd be really good, but it doesn't look like they want to do that either. And there have been, like, a whole bunch of discussions on how it's not really profitable for Marvel to have Unlimited. Yeah, probably not. And, like, that's why DC hasn't been doing that stuff, and DC's been pushing their print copies, and, like, their print copies are a lot better than uh, Marvel's print copies of trades and stuff. And, like, looking at the... Like, in terms of quality? Yeah. And, like, looking at my bookshelf right now, I have bought... uh, I have bought or received the... Just imagine Stan Lee Omnibus, the DC 1 million Omnibus, and I now have the uh, Orion by Walt Simonson Omnibus. So it's like, I I can't blame them for doing that, because shit, I'm buying it. Oh, yeah. But I I don't have to be happy about it. I I still think DC is foolish for not having a Marvel Unlimited thing, but... They are a lot more selective about, I guess, what stories matter, and that leads to some of the decisions they make. Oh, okay. Because I love I mean, Marvel Unlimited. Hmm. Excuse me. Oh, no, I, I do, too. I mean, I haven't had a good time to just go back through and read a lot of stuff, mainly because the stuff that I need to read now is not on Unlimited. Yeah. And it may never end up on there. I don't looking know, actually, you've you. been looking. They've been putting up a lot of really old stuff recently. Yeah, but I mean for the 2099 stuff, which I really need to catch up on. Which actually, actually, if you just noticed, they put up a huge slew of it, either this week or last week. Like a good 30 issues or so. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've got to get some time to work on that. Um, yeah, that sort of wraps us up for this week. So, let's wrap this up. You ready, Devin? But anyway, yeah, so I bought that Barbarella trade paperback. It's kind of great. So, let's wrap this up. Because 
we randomly had you flop out for a second. So my computer wasn't died and I wasn't paying attention. Like battery died? Yeah. Oh, Devin. Uh, well, yeah. If you have not started listening to our spinoff podcast, Exiled, yet, you should really get on that, because Exiled is a lot of fun to do, and it's a lot of fun to listen to. Take it from me, I listened to all episodes of Volume 2 last night, when I was editing them. Oh, yeah. man. We used some good music in it. And, like, the theme song is really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's actually playing or not right now. It is not. Oh. You're just making us sit here in awkward silence. Well, you know me. Hello, awkward silence, my old friend. But yeah, you can find that out at, or you can find out about that at exodpodcast.com. If you enjoy this podcast, that podcast, or anything else that I'm involved with, uh, we shifted the Multiversal Q Patreon to a Patreon that I do since I'm fronting most of the money and time for doing a lot of the stuff. So you can look at donating, you get bonus episodes, we talk about stuff that we think that you want to hear about, and so on and so forth. Uh, just look up L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R on Patreon. And we have links. Uh, beyond that, Devin... Uh, where can people find you online? You can find me online at Twitter at, at Fredo Fett, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. You can also find myself at LukeHair, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R dot com. Uh, and you can find out more about MultiversalQ.com. See the image galleries that we put up for just about every episode, and so on and so forth at MultiversalQ.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, MZ. If there is a podcast service that you think that we should be hosting on, let us know and we will get to doing that. And, uh, yeah, that's it. If you enjoy the show, feel free to send us an email, leave us a review. If you don't, let us know as well, because, you know, we want to improve. Uh, that's it for this week. Next week, are we finally going to high school, Devin? I think we're going to high school. We are going to high school with Marvel Heroes, the... But you know who's not going to high school, Who? Luke? Girl Meets World. I don't care. Because this one's... Canceled after season three. this one's for Hank. And also 69 episodes. Nice. <laughs> Peace.